On this week's episode of the Swearwolves Horror Podcast, we share the love as we review My Bloody Valentine 81 and the loved ones. Till death do us part. the Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Love is in the air. I don't know if this is a song. Valentine's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Day has just passed. Yep. And uh, we're going to be <laughs> celebrating Valentine's Day late. Yeah. Because our Just podcast- like the real Valentine's Day. <laughs> Basically, whenever, you, whenever you hear this. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we uh, forgot. Yeah, just sorry. like the real thing. Exactly. So we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day. Our podcast comes out on Mondays, so we couldn't get this on Valentine's Day, but we did our best. Yeah, whatever. Did we do our best? Mm. We could have planned better. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't plan when Valentine's Day is. No. Well, that's we going to plan our podcast around a fucking holiday? Yeah. No. <laughs> fuck Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day was a made-up holiday anyway, right? <laughs> By the Hallmark corporation so much for love being in the air the candy the candy makers <laughs> so and the, cynical and the hallmarkers i like the valentine's hallmarkers. Day. you know valentine's day is one of those holidays though where it's like i i like it i would love to get stuff for valentine's day just because it shows love and stuff but mm-hmm. nobody ever like sends guys flowers or chocolates or anything like that like like at work i don't remember I'm like, i'd get a card and probably yeah. some candy for my wife yeah if you want to buy me flowers just go ahead now <laughs> Little spin doctors. If you want to call me baby, <laughs> and just go, go ahead, ahead now. now. One, two, Prince is here before you. That's what I said now. <laughs> marry him, I'll marry me. I'm the one that loved a baby. Can't, Can't you see? see? Yeah, I ain't got no future on family tree, but I don't want to put the lumber on the bee. <laughs> I've never known the lyrics to that. That guy. I don't want to put the on the bee. That guy, I think his vocal cords like yeah. got fucked up. Yep. Yeah. And so he had to take a break for a while. And uh, I guess they're back recording. But they were pretty they were pretty big for a minute. Yeah. yeah. They had they weren't a one hit wonder. They were yeah. a two hit wonder. Two hit wonder. Oh yeah, what's well, uh, that little miss can't be wrong? Yeah. That was, was about a, his stepmom. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That song was about his stepmom if you listen to the lyrics. Ah, <laughs> uh, they also had that one song that Pocket uh, it's not called Pocket Full of Kryptonite, but it's from that album. It's, that's the title. Kryptonite. But it's the song that has the lyric in it. The I I got a pocket full of Kryptonite. There was a lot of songs that came out about like Kryptonite and <laughs> Superman and stuff. It's yeah, like yeah. That. I can't stand to fly. <laughs> I'm not that nice. <laughs> That's, yes. And then there was the other one. That it's was not like, easy <laughs> to be me. Oh, Who is Jesus. that? Five for fighting. Yes. Five for fighting. Well, and, and then there was the Superman. Um, are they probably they're probably bargain bin now, right? Oh, 
Yeah. And you got Three Doors Down. Yeah, what was the Three Doors Down song? Oh, God. Was it called Kryptonite? Yeah. S- wasn't it called Superman? Or I, who, I don't know. It's such a stupid song. How does it go? If I go crazy, then will you oh, still yeah. call me Superman? That came out when Storm I was in high school. And, well. and then you got, of course... That came out 20 years ago. Yeah, all these songs you are... You know what I was saying? Like, I'll keep you by my side with... Keep what is it? My, with my superhuman mind. My superhuman mind. Kryptonite. Like... <laughs> But if he were if he was Superman, why would he have kryptonite? He wouldn't. He's full. He, kryptonite he's, makes he's, Superman no, weak. No, no, you had it right. He's full of shit. You were about yeah, to say he's full yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song's <laughs> stupid. He's from this band, Three Doors Down. Uh, okay, crap. So yeah, Valentine's Day <laughs> just passed. Yeah, if you had told me like going into this episode, like within minutes, we'd be talking, we were talking about, about the spin doctors, Three Doors Down, fighting in Three Doors doctors. Down, any song that is. I would have believed you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Valentine's uh, Day. Wait, yeah. wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're something. missing. Back up, back up. What are we missing? We got a timeout. Timeout, foul. Yeah. We are missing something because what? before Valentine's Day, there was another holiday. Yeah. Your birthday. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Your no, birthday. No, 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 no. So... On behalf was, of the Swearwolves, oh, come on. we would like to say happy birthday. And as a matter of fact, on behalf of the Swearwolves, we are going to give you this oh, come birthday on. present. Stop. Yeah, sorry we didn't wrap it or get you <laughs> oh, a card or anything stop. like that, but we did get you a gift card to the uh, Guitar Center. Awesome. You guys are the best. It's <laughs> funny because I got you guys something. No, you didn't. I did. As a celebration, not... Why are you getting down on your knees? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you wish. You wish. Okay. As a celebration of February 13th, not because of my birthday, but because this is Henry Fe- Rollins' birthday. Well, it's Henry Rollins' <laughs> birthday. It's, it's Peter Gabriel's birthday. It's Peter Hook's birthday. Anybody else named Peter have a birthday? I don't know. I'm sure. Most importantly, even more important than my birthday, it is the 50-year anniversary of the release date of Black Sabbath's debut album okay. in 1970. So, I got you guys something. It's not really related to Black Sabbath, but I got you guys. And maybe these, I don't know. I mean, Valentine's Day, I don't give a shit. But I just thought. No, you're my Valentine. <laughs> I thought, you know, February 13th is a really cool day because it's my favorite band. It's the debut album 50 years ago. It's your birthday. Um, so, I got you guys just some little gifts. Aww. Not a big deal. I got to figure out which one because I didn't write the names. Look at us with gifts giving galore. Look at that. Okay, this is for Brett. So pass that to Brett. And this is for Dave. Not not really a big deal. I mean, you know, it's uh, just some cool things that I picked up recently. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Dude, awesome. But there's also... So I got a Killer Clowns from Outer Space patch. Yeah. A Texas Chainsaw Massacre sticker. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 patch. And level one arcade. Good for one drink up Good to $10. Good for one bucks. drink up to $10 yeah. gift card. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it is awesome. Uh, I got the gift card as well to level one. Thank you. Which is a local arcade here, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Owned by a friend of ours. Yeah. Awesome. Level one, check them out. They're in Gilbert, Arizona. If you're yeah. ever in the state. Yeah, definitely. If you're ever in town. Thank you, Alan. Uh, and I got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre patch, a Return of the Living Dead sticker, and a John Carpenter's The Thing patch. So Thanks, you guys, buddy. you guys know me. I'm always like shopping for patches and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm actually gonna make another vest, another cut. Oh man! Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna put these make a on vest my for your vest. There you go. Because I know you got you guys got backpacks, and you know you got you put stickers on your laptop. And I'm gonna so, turn mine into a kick-ass eye patch. There you go. 
So <laughs> square one. I'm gonna turn mine into yeah. a, a, a jock strap. <laughs> but a, a cool thing I've been doing lately, I've I've been going online and finding old ratty like Sabbath shirts. Okay. That you know, and they're still pretty expensive, but it's to the point where like they've shrunk so many times over the years and people sell them and whatever. If I find it for like a good price, I'll buy it. And I'm going to make a vest out of it. Nice. nice. So I'll put the image on the back of a vest or something. Awesome, man. So I got a really cool shirt right now from their 78 tour and uh, I'm going to put it on a vest. So I, I, I look for patches and things like that. I came across those. Like, oh, I'm going to get these. For nice, you thank you. So, very cool. Thank you very so, much. More importantly, happy birthday. Uh, thank you. Happy birthday. And on behalf of our whole listening audience, we all wish you a happy birthday. I appreciate you guys. It's many more trips around the sun. Yep. All right. So what did you guys think about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Valentine's Day. So this week we're celebrating love uh, by reviewing, of course, the 1981 film My Bloody Valentine, as well as a 2009 release called The Loved Ones. Yeah. Now, question before we get started. Had you seen either of these films, David? I have not. But I have seen the remake of My, My Bloody My Valentine. Valentine. Have you seen either of these films? I have not. And I had only seen My Bloody Valentine. Now, My Bloody Valentine, we'll talk about this movie first. Movie uh, came out in 1981, kind of the beginning of the slasher craze that mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. in the 80s. And I think it came out right after Friday the 13th. Probably right yep. after the first Friday the 13th. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah, after around the second, the, yeah, probably right around the same time as the sequel, because I believe it was eighty and eighty one for both of those. Films. And I would imagine this movie came out in early eighty one, right? For f- probably around Valentine's Day. Yeah, I would imagine. actually have it in front of me, uh, February eleventh, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, Friday the thirteenth was released the year before. Okay, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I had seen this movie as a child, hmm. actually, uh, quite a bit. They used to play it on. Uh, you know those those monster hosted shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, Captain USA was the guy who I remember back in the day. I think he was on the USA Network. Yeah, and uh, he used to host these monster shows. So this it, was it had been ones. years since you've seen it. Years. I like David had seen the remake, mm-hmm. which they did in 3D, mm-hmm. um, and that was probably about 10, 15, eh, 10 years ago. Yeah, probably two thousand nine ish. If yeah. I guess. And uh, but I hadn't seen this uh, original one in a while, so. It was um, nice to go back and watch this. So we'll discuss this movie a little bit. This movie takes place in Canada. It's actually a Canadian film. It's a Canadian filmed film. in uh, Nova Scotia. Yeah. Uh, over the course of an entire year, it took them an entire year. Yeah. To what? Film this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm guessing it was due to either weather. Yeah, maybe. And um, financing, and just kind of like. Canadian inefficiency. You know, more of like an independent film. Yeah, Canadian yeah. Inefficiency. I'm joking. We love you, Canada. Well, you know, in Canada, everything's a little bit more. So whereas in America, it would take maybe six months. It takes them a year or so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I read that it took them uh, a year to film this movie. And I think it's an independent film or, or at least made like an independent film. Yeah, felt like it. But we've talked about this on the podcast before. Also, in Canada, during that time period... Uh, this might have been the beginning of that, but we talked about this with Cronenberg. Um, um, they would get like reimbursed by the government or tax mm. benefits mm-hmm. by yeah. the government. So if you donated or if you pr- helped produce a movie as a business, you would get like tax write-offs and everything. So yeah. it was financially beneficial beneficial to make a film in Canada. 
So uh, nobody of note really stars in this movie. Nobody of note really made this movie. I don't think they've done anything since uh, that. Oddly enough, this is also a movie that didn't elicit a sequel. Yeah. You know, like hmm. they didn't make a My Bloody Valentine 2. Yeah. Right. Which is, we'll talk about that, but it's kind of weird. It is weird. I don't know if it was not successful or not. <clears throat> it was successful enough that they made a remake 30 mm-hmm. years after the fact. Movie opens up with, uh, we see uh, two miners. Mm-hmm. It's a mining town of Valentine. And um, they are you know, in the mines and they're walking along and then they stop. And one of the miners proceeds to take off their clothes and reveals that it is a female. Yes. <laughs> and she gets naked. Well, she no, doesn't get she just completely gets down to naked. her bra, right? She gets down to her bra, but she gets frisky. Yeah. And then she starts to weirdly fondle the mask. Cause they the got mask. like a gas mask. The hose. Yeah. 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 And the hose like of a mask. Yeah. And she starts to like <laughs> stroke stroking it that like, nose. It's a, like it's a cock. <laughs> and I was like, and he's probably thinking that really doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> yeah. But you hear like the breathing, like, <sighs> yeah. As he's, he's Darth Vader and pretty good over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, and, and this is also between the credits. It's like the opening credit scene and yeah. there's music playing and you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Um, but he makes quick work of her. And he takes a pickaxe and just like shoves it right through well, her. Well, he like hits the pickaxe like into the wall. Oh, yeah, that's and right. then like He's holding so it. So he they, they kind of the do a fake out. Like, all right, well, that's not a kill. And then as he, after they start like kind of getting frisky, then he like shoves her onto the pickaxe and impales her. Yeah, from behind. Yeah. Shockingly. <clears throat> yeah, didn't see that coming. <clears throat> but it is uh, Thursday... February 12th. 12th. Yeah. Which I thought was also kind of a... a Lincoln's birthday. Yeah. No, mm. I didn't even think about Dropping that. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I, I thought was kind of interesting was is that in 1981, when this movie came out, Friday, uh, February 13th, was an actual date, right? And Friday the 13th had already been a hit. Mm-hmm. And they specifically put like Thursday, February 12th, and then the, they do the next day, Friday, February 13th. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like they were playing off that whole Friday the 13th type thing. Yeah. yeah. Also, I don't know very, if it was also very Halloween inspired too. Yeah. Well, they're, they're both Paramount films too. Yeah. So, so we know that there's a killer and yeah. the killer is this miner. And I don't know, is, does he have a name? Like, is he like the mining marauder murderer? Well, <laughs> what, what do they call him? Well, there's a, uh, well, he has a physical Yeah. Name. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. There's there's a uh, and a minor with an e, not an o. So it's oh, not a, yeah. it's not a small child yeah. running around killing people. Yeah, he's, works he's, in he's the mines. A man. <laughs> works in the mines. Yeah. So it's and if Trump has anything to say about <laughs> it, he'll still send him back job. to the coal mine. Uh, working in a coal mine. Going down, down. Working, working in, in a coal, coal mine. <laughs> that chick was about ready to go down, down. Yeah. <laughs> like at least he could have waited for that. Yeah, go down to the shaft to catch my drift. <laughs> like, I'm talking about my penis. She's like, yeah, no, I, 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 got, I got you. I get it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm talking about John Shaft. That's the first name of my uh-huh. penis. John. Damn right. <laughs> I'm just talking about my dick. Yeah, I can dig it. It's complicated. Tink, tink, tink. Can you dig it? Fucking <laughs> pickaxe. Oh, who's that miner? It's a sex machine with all the chicks. Am I an or? <laughs> better not, John. Oh, no. oh. Oh, right on. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
So what do you guys think? <laughs> so what do you guys? What do you rate it? What do you rate it? No. Um, so right after the kill, don't we transition to like a bunch of guys playing grab ass in the shower? Yeah. So they're all workers. <laughs> they're all miners in the mine. Yeah. And they all seem like they're like 20, 21 ish years old. And then they look thirty eight. You know, yeah, <laughs> some of them do. But then you get the 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 whistle, right? The five o'clock whistle. And then they go to the showers. <laughs> the showers. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! And and these these guys are like your typical like eighties like goofball like let's go party like yeah. And that's what they immediately do. They go to the bar. Yeah. And they down a couple brewski couple uh, <laughs> a couple moose of mooseheads. Dude, yeah. did Moosehead sponsor this film? I don't know, but it was would, all over. I the would place. tell you this. I had a friend whose dad loved Moosehead, and I would go over to their house every once in a while to um, hang out, and I would always bring like a six-pack of Moosehead for the old man, <laughs> and uh, I'd give it to him, and he, that guy loved me, but uh, I, I went out one night at a bar, and they were having Moosehead night, and they were giving away free Mooseheads. <laughs> I loved them. Yeah? Mooseheads good. Had, I don't think I've ever had Moosehead. Moosehead or Labatt's. I've had Labatt's. Those, those Canadians know how to make a good light lager. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a good light lager, right? It's not hoppy. But there was uh-uh. so much Moosehead product placement. Oh, yeah. It was insane. And then at one point, I saw somebody drinking a Schlitz, and I was like, oh, my God, the Moosehead <laughs> people must have been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We got the Moosehead oh, yeah. in the in the Valentine's movie. Did you see that? Uh-huh. And there's even a part where a woman's like, who ordered the Moosehead? And everybody's like, me, I did. <laughs> Everybody at this it's table It's so did. blatantly obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're all partying, and the... There's a guy there's like who's a, like the mayor, crotchety old. There's like a crotchety old bartender too. But b- before that happens, yeah. The there's the police chief and the mayor. Yeah. And yeah. for the first time in 20 years, they're having a Valentine's Day dance at this town. Now the town's named Valentine, right? So Valentine you would imagine, Bluffs. You would imagine that Valentine's Day is a big deal for them. But for the first time in 20 years, and we don't know exactly what happened. Yeah, what yet, happened? But uh, they're like, we're gonna have this. So you got uh, this old lady who's like organizing everything. She runs the old laundromat in town, and um, you got the chief and the mayor, and they're discussing it. But before the chief and mayor go driving away to go do whatever chiefs and mayors do together, <laughs> uh, doing some chiefing. The, the, <laughs> the chief and mayor <laughs> in movies, chiefing. like even in even in uh, Jaws, like Chief Brody and the mayor. Yeah. They're like always together. <laughs> yeah. It's like, does the mayor and the chief of police like have that good of a relationship? Yeah, they buddies. In real life? Like they're just like, and they're always like button heads. They're like, mm-hmm. we should do this. No, we can't do that. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> Open up the beaches. Open up the mines. This Open is a summer the- town. We need summer dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, the mayor gets a package and it's like a box of chocolates, box like a heart shaped box. Yeah. It's Nirvana. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so he opens it up in the car, and then his his overreact overacting. He's like, oh, well, there's a note in it, right? Yeah, it says, "Hey, wait, I got a new complaint." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but the note says not that. Uh, that would be great though if like Kurt Cobain's like that Lift, lifted it from. Yeah. yeah, he's like, this song is about my favorite horror movie growing up as a child. <laughs> my bloody Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Pour me a moose head. <laughs> <laughs> we, we thought that meant something else all these years if we would have just watched the movie. Be um, right, dude. His reaction is wonderful. Yeah, he's just like, whoa. And he goes, it can't be happening again. <laughs> it can't be happening again. And then there's a human heart. Yeah. Or what we think is a human heart inside this Oh, box. it's definitely a human heart. Yeah. And the sheriff's like, Burr! 
They, they, tail, they, turn they almost kill a dog. Yeah, that dog is pissed, though, too. Yeah. yeah. The dog chases after I love the, the shot of the dog, and it kind of just stays with it. Dude, that yeah. dog, like, almost, they almost hit that dog. Yeah. And then as they drive away, then the dog's like, meh. That definitely, fuck that you guys. Definitely wasn't planned. No. Um, but back at the bar, the crotchety old bartender, this is when yeah. he tells him the story. He's like, listen, you fucking punk kids. Legend has it. You don't know what happened. Sit down. Let me tell you all about what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you don't know what happened. I do. It's like, uh, don't you have some customers? No. To serve? No. <laughs> they only want Moosehead anyway. <laughs> and we're all out. <laughs> I've been pissing in those pictures for the past half hour. <laughs> Uh, These drunk bastards can't even tell the difference. Moose head and piss. Goes hand, hand in hand. hand. Goes dick in glass. <laughs> so uh, he, he tells them what happened was is that a bunch of miners were down in the mines on Valentine's Day. And the two supervisors were upstairs. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Supervisors. They were laughing and they were getting ready for the party. Yeah. They're like, getting ready for the dance. Guys. Back when they had the parties. Like, yeah. let's, go the, let's go to the big dance. Yeah. We're grown men. <laughs> Real excited to go to the dance. Yeah. But they're like, fuck those guys. They'll get out. Yeah. So they forgot we're to he- we're check. We're it. They but- forgot to check like the methane gas mm-hmm. levels. Yeah. They were all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just farted. Sorry. I should yeah. There was check an explosion the to trap the miners. And- the miners all get trapped down there like they were from Argentina. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then the guy was down there for six whole days, I think they said. Yeah. And yeah. he ate everybody. Harry <laughs> Warden. Like, yeah. I'm like, look, dude, like, if you can't survive for six, like, you could survive for six days without eating. Water yeah. is a different story, right? Yeah. Like, you need water. Yeah. But this guy in six days ate Eight. everybody. Yeah. How many yeah. people was that? Well, maybe he was fasting before was five, he went down there. That was five people. That's a lot. That's a lot of eating. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was, just ate the tender parts. He just ate that ass. I mean, honestly, like, did they all die instantly? Right. He I had, think that everybody died except for Harry, and so he was okay. surviving off of their body parts. Yeah. Yeah, but six Something days. Like six days. It's they like, were like, it took us six whole days. <laughs> it's like, what? and when we got him out. He was eating everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That guy was insane beforehand. Like yeah. Six months, maybe. (laughs) And a human being is a I mean, let's say they're all like average what, one eighty? Like you're gonna be pretty big probably guys. And you're gonna be pretty pretty lean ill after six days. You're not gonna be like like it's it's only six days. It's only six days. Yeah. You'd be like you'd have stomach. You'd be ill, you'd be like (laughs) but you'd be alive. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't need to survive off body parts. That's it's like there was this, there was an episode of South Park where they were all caught in like a snowstorm, mm-hmm. and they were caught in there. Like God, it's really it's been three hours. We all missed dinner time. Well, we got to kill somebody and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like that, like instantaneous, yeah. like immediate resort to cannibalism. Yeah. And that's what kind of this was. But yeah, Harry Warden. So Harry Warden, they rescue him, yeah. and he's insane, and yeah. he goes to the mental hospital. I guess. Yeah. But he um, he kills the two supervisors. He kills the two supervisors because he's yeah. like your fucking fault, and it's this Valentine's Day dance yeah. that caused all this. So don't ever fucking have a Valentine's Day dance again because I'll kill everybody. Yeah. yeah, you're never gonna dance again. Yeah, I'm never gonna <laughs> dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. You know it's easy to pretend. <laughs> No good. <laughs> I'm just looking at Alan. He just looks at me. He's just like, yep, I know he's going to fuck I actually like that song. It's, it's a, a great good song. song. Don't ruin it. <laughs> I'm not ruining it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Harry Warden 
immediately becomes the mayor of Footloose Town, and he's like, yeah, no, Footloose no, Town. no dancing. Yeah, he's John ever. Lithgow. Like, what the hell? Come on, man. <laughs> yep, he kills those two, and he gets put in a mental hospital. And so, they're, but they're like, still, the the legend yeah. is, is like, if we ever have this dance, Harry Warden's going to come back and kill all of us, yeah. even though he's locked away. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but they decide it's been twenty years. Yeah, all these kids are excited, and the kids are like, "Fuck you, old man." You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Bring us some more. We're going to have, gonna have, we're gonna have the dance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the other thing. Did Marlboro sponsor this uh, movie too? Because everybody smokes like nonstop. Yeah. Like it's in every scene. They're like, well, I'm going to light up. I mean, it's yeah. so 80s, but yeah. it's so like, like you don't need to smoke that yeah. much. This movie smelled like a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> cigarette and moose you If you order the Blu-ray, it just smells like rancid, <laughs> like old stale beer and yeah. cigarette smoke. Nasty. Yeah. Um, Actually, the Blu-ray, by the way, Shout Factory, uh, just is putting out. The oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. And it, you get a poster and something, but no action figure. And I'm really pissed off about that because that would have been a cool action figure. The Harry yeah, Warden that action cool. figure would be awesome. And a pickaxe. Yes. Yeah. NECA needs to do that. Mask and everything. It would be awesome. They've never made a My Bloody Valentine on, action NECA. figure. Get yeah. your shit together. I know. They made the Slumber Party Massacre, Driller Killer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to make that guy, but you're not going to make Harry Warden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <sighs> it's too bad. It is too bad. And we'll talk more about that Slumber Party Massacre in a future episode. But right now, getting back to Harry Warden. So so that night, the Nick, mayor's like, yeah, I don't know what we should do, whatever. But the lady who's been setting up the decorations, she goes to her laundromat. Right. Yeah. Oh, Mabel. <laughs> yeah, Mabel. Yeah. And she's like at her laundry. Oh, she's carrying a box of moose head. <laughs> real quick, let, let's talk about like the real like kind of subplot of this movie. There's a love triangle. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So there's this. I uh, forget their names. There's the mayor's uh, son, TJ, uh, Sarah, and Axel. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, the mayor's son is that TJ? I can't. remember. That is TJ. Yeah, the he mayor's son TJ had left, and yeah, I, yeah, I guess he TJ. went to go find himself or like fame in Hollywood because they said he went west. Hmm. And then he couldn't make it, and so he came back. But he used to date Sarah, and when he left, he left left her, and then he never contacted anybody because he felt embarrassed because he was a failure. Mm. He was like trying to go be a stand up comic or something. He's like, (laughs) they tried. He tried to make it big, but he found out there was uh, Rain Wilson already existed. (laughs) This guy looks like Dwight Schrute from The Office. Really? I thought so. A little, a little bit. Um. Well, anyway, while he was gone, Sarah's like, I'm going to get with Axel. Mm-hmm. And so she starts banging that dude. And then all of a sudden, TJ comes back and he's like, hey, where's mine? And she's like, <laughs> she's like uh, uh, uh. But she likes both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And she wants to, she even says so much to her friend. She wants to fuck both of them. <laughs> so if they could have just got on the same page and was like, hey, let's just do this. <laughs> no eye contact. No eye contact. <laughs> or we can. Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you I've think. been in Hollywood for a little while. I'm used to this kind of I had of to take some scene. jobs. <laughs> yeah. How do you think I got back? <laughs> I didn't Boy. get all the way back to Nova Scotia. <laughs> yeah, boys got to eat. <clears throat> but, uh, so that's kind of the subplot that's going on here. Uh, Mabel's back at her laundromat and she gets a, she gets a Valentine. Valentine, some, some what, chocolates. But it's not a, what we think. With a poem that makes no sense. Yeah. yeah, it's like, first there was one, now there is you. It says, roses are red, <laughs> violets are blue, 
uh, one is dead and so are you. Like, <laughs> what is wait, one of the flowers is dead? <laughs> <laughs> and why only one? Aren't they both dead? You, are roses dead or violets, violets dead? dead? Yeah. Right. But anyway, basically, as soon as she reads that, she's like, one is dead and so are you. <laughs> then, of course, well, that out must of, mean <laughs> out of nowhere, she gets attacked. They're looking for her the next day and they're like, where is Mabel? <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to the fucking the dryer. Fucking dryer that's got blood all over it. <laughs> well, they open it up and she's all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. She's sitting in the dryer. She's melted. Burnt mm-hmm. to a crisp. Yeah. She's gone. Yeah. So she's dead. So then the mayor's like, all right. She had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty old. Yeah. Well, he tells everybody she had yeah, a heart attack because he doesn't it. want to scare right. everybody. Yeah. But he's like, because Mabel's dead, we're going to cancel the date, the dance. That's what he kind of tells everybody. But meanwhile, he's like, this Harry Warden's going to kill everybody mm-hmm. yeah. if we don't cancel this dance. And so, the, kid, the kids don't want it to be canceled. They want to party. The kids are like, fuck this. Yeah. And so TJ gets the bright idea. He's like, listen, my dad owns the mines. Oh, yeah. His dad wasn't the mayor. His dad owned the mines. Uh, or maybe he was the mayor, too. He was the mayor. TJ's dad was the mayor. Yeah, he but he also hats. owned the mines. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's just rich. Yeah. yeah. For for Valentine's Bluff, he's rich. He yeah. probably pulls in a mean 35K a year. <laughs> yeah. But uh, nothing wrong with 35K a year, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so he goes to the... He's like, why don't we just have a party at the mines? We got a game room. We got yeah, a sweet... Got everything we we got a sweet Bronco pinball machine. Uh, Dude, they, was it a Bronco pinball? Or Buckaroo? They got a pretty dope like lounge area. Yeah, it was they pretty, had a, pi- a was pretty cool. pool table, a, a pinball pool table, machine, they had, like tables, and it was pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah. how to get any I'd work done? There. Yeah, they had a kitchen where they could boil some hot dogs, hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> boil some wieners. <laughs> yep. Um, but and all the rest of the kids are like, all right. And by kids, I mean thirty year olds. Yeah, thirty <laughs> year olds who want to go to a dance. The fat one. I loved God. him. He was the best. Yeah, and and, and he also had like the littlest girl. Yeah, like she yeah. was like the tiniest girl, and he's like the biggest guy. I was like, good for that guy. Hey, yeah. Wilford Brimley looking guy. Yeah, <laughs> young Wilford Brimley, little Teddy Roosevelt, and maybe a little bit like Wilford Brimley's like stockier brother. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he was he was pretty big. Yeah, he was a big boy. Yeah, Wil- um, Wilford Roosevelt, <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Brimley, the little Joel Siegel in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had a big old mustache, but. Uh, so they go back to the... He doesn't shower with the rest of the guys either. He's like embarrassed. <laughs> he's got a tiny pee-pee. Yeah. He's like, he's not tiny, guys. I'm just really it's big. It's because I'm so big. <laughs> the proportions are off. It's an illusion. <laughs> That's what I tell my wife. <laughs> it's like that seeing eye trick. If you squint just right, you'll be able to see my pecker. <laughs> you got to cross your eyes. You don't really of. need to see it anyway, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to see it, <laughs> sometimes it's just nice to be wanted. <laughs> I want you. To want me. Mm. <laughs> that was, uh, that's the cheap um, trick. Cheap trick. Yeah. Cheap tricks from my hometown. Oh, uh, yeah? Rockford, Illinois. That's where I was born. Ah. And uh, my dad, I mean, listen, my dad's a bullshitter. <laughs> my dad, like he didn't like know those guys growing up, but he like knew of. He knew of them. Uh, like Rick. Like same uh, circle. Rick, whatever his name yeah. is. Did he pretend to know them? No. He just is like they were, you know, they were in Rockford. He was in the, a town outside of Rockford and like they always had bands, like yeah. garage bands and shit. That was a big thing to do in the 60s. Yeah, like, and then when they became famous, you know, they're mm-hmm. 
you know, from Rockford. They're like the only band ever from Rockford, from Rockford, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> but he owns part of this restaurant that we used to go to like every Sunday uh, after church. And Rick Nielsen, Rick Nielsen, thank you. And uh, it was called the Stockholm Inn, mm-hmm. and they serve the best Swedish pancakes that you've ever had in your life. Back I don't know if I've ever had Swedish pancakes. Oh, I'll make some Swedish. They pancakes. sound good. Mm. I'll make some Swedish pancakes for you guys someday. You know, the morning after. <laughs> when I made night. breakfast. You don't have to run off. <laughs> uh, I'll get a hotel room and then go over. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Swedish pancakes. They're thin. They're like kind of like crepes. Okay. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But you can good. get them like if you go to IKEA, they'll have them. Oh, okay. Because you know that's Swedish. Mm. But um, they're they're big. And they're kind of like crepes, but they're um, more uh, sweet. Yeah. And then you put lingonberries on them, which is kind of like a, almost like a cranberry. It's like a really tart berry. Mm, uh-huh. That sounds good. Lingonberry sauce. Oh, <laughs> get out of town. <laughs> I love Swedish pancakes. <laughs> anyway, so would you rate it? <laughs> yeah, would you, rate, would you rate your Swedish pancakes? Uh, so... Meanwhile, okay, so they're going to have this party, right? Yeah. Rick yeah. Nielsen's going to be Valen- there. It's yeah. Valentine's Day and now, I think. Cheap Trick's going to be yeah. there. And back to yeah. the weirdo bartender. He's like, he keeps warning them and he wants to scare them. <laughs> it says, you'll be sorry. You'll be sorry. <laughs> you'll be sorry. So he like sets oh, up then, like a... Oh, it's a little prank. Oh, wait, his, wait. Before, yeah. before that though? But like, he's like, he's like, you'll be sorry. And then they go, don't tell anybody, old man. Like they threaten him. They're yeah. like, if you tell anybody we're having this party, we're going to kick your ass. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I won't tell anybody. But yes, he sets up a prank for him. He's like, those, and he's all wasted. Yeah. yeah. And he sets up this thing where he puts like a mining outfit on a, like a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And he makes it so when you open the door, the pickaxe like comes up. Yeah. Or comes down it or something. It swings out. Yeah. This is the scene when I was watching the movie, I was like, I remember this scene. And I remember when I was a kid thinking that was the coolest fucking thing in the world. Like yeah. you open the door and the pickaxe comes up and I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So he, he tests it out. He opens it once. Pickaxe and he's laughing, <laughs> kind of like too much, right? Yeah, yeah. He's too he, proud of he, his work. He's really he, too he proud. He does of it like it. two or three times, and each time he's like more satisfied. Yeah, he wants to do it than like a last. fourth time. Well, yeah. and so he starts walking away, and then he's like, "I'm gonna do it again." <laughs> and so he goes back to the door and he opens it, and of course, instead of a mannequin standing there in a in a mining mask, it's actual Harry Warden. It's Harry Warden, yeah. and he takes the pickaxe and really kills him. Yep. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an awesome effect, though. Too. Yeah. It's like the one. It should have been on the third try, yeah. probably. But yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> the Canadian. <laughs> like I said, they always go above and beyond. <laughs> and I think it's also at this point in the movie, like Axel and uh, TJ, or they almost come to blows. They do. They're they're in this love triangle, and then. Eventually, at this party, Sarah's like, you know what? Fuck both of you. You're both idiots. Yeah. And they get into a fight. They get into a fight. And uh, Axel runs off. Yeah, Wilford Brimley. Like, (laughs) and he manhandles them too because he's like the biggest guy. He just kind of like separates Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. But um, Tichi's like, Sarah, are you okay? And she's like, man, fuck off. And then, like, as quick as that, she's with Goofball Jones. <laughs> goofball Jones. Uh, he's that. He's the fucking goofball guy. Who's yeah, snorting yeah. beer. Who's yeah. snorting beer? It's like doing okay. little party tricks. Like, okay, so I was. What kind of idiot snorts beer? Yeah, like, <laughs> did guys really do that? Like in those, did in they? Those, like seventies? Did you look it up? Did they do it? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it's just I see this. I see these goofballs in these movies. And it's he's just, just like he's trying to get attention. Yeah, and he's like. One of you girls has got to like this eventually. Mm-hmm. I'll find the dumbest one of you. Yeah. You do something enough. Someone's yeah. going to be like, eh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I'll like sleep with him. I just never yeah. knew that was a thing. I don't think it is. Yeah. 
No. I don't think people ever snorted <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. Although, I bet you if you snorted like vodka or something, you'd get wasted immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, it sounds awful. Oh, it sounds like painful. Mm. Well, first of all, you're snorting it, so that it means you're burns. breathing it. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. means That's gonna you're going to choke. Yeah, it's just going to come out your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Fucking goofball Jones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gets his. Yeah. But there's a couple that goes and they uh, go off to start fucking. Mm-hmm. And then doesn't she say like she wants beer? She wants more beer. Yeah, he gets up to go get some beer. And he's like, I'll go get it. And she goes, I'll come with you. And he goes, no, I'll just go. It's yeah. like, just let her come with you, dude. Yeah. And they're in an area where they're like their mining outfits are hanging up above on chains. Like, yeah, that really, was very weird. I like, guess that's like a space saver thing or something. Maybe it's like, maybe that's a real thing. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't imagine they made a lot of this stuff up for the sake of the movie, right? They probably just took what they had. Like, oh, yeah. we have this old mine we're going to film at. I would imagine. Yeah. So you pull on the chain and like the outfits come down. Yeah. Well, of course, all of a sudden outfits just start coming down. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, she gets out. freaked out, which would freak me that would out be scary. too. Yeah. yeah. And so she's running through these maze of outfits, but she gets got. And yeah. she gets her head put onto one of the showers. Yeah, yeah it kind of gives her the uh, meat hook Texas Chainsaw death. Yeah, yeah. although it's off camera, we don't. It see is it. off camera, but we see the end result, and the end result is like the shower nozzle come is back. We kind of back it. of her head. Yeah, it's we like see like a, a profile. Shot. We see yeah. his. Yeah, we see his reaction. It was a pretty good reaction. It was like water. Like that the guy's, shower water's coming out of her mouth. That yeah. guy's reaction was like I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Plus, he's probably got still the biggest boner of his life because he knows he's going to get laid. Oh, not for long. <laughs> yeah. But you can see the, like, I like the way they did that camera shot where you don't see her full on, but you see just enough to know, like, mm-hmm. what's going on. It's the like, shower head. The shower. Yeah. yeah. The, it was like a broken pipe or something. Well, that's what the shower heads were. They were like, they yeah. were like pipes that were like Bent. crimped at the end. Yeah. So the water would spray out. Yeah. So it was a very poor man's shower. <laughs> there was another guy who went off. And and he got his head boiled with the hot dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he gets his heart cut out and put in with the boiled hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that goofball Jones playing <laughs> fake heart, heart in here. <laughs> yeah. It's all cooked, too. Yeah, it's all boiled. I'd yeah. eat it. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't think it was a human heart. <laughs> yeah. It's just a big turkey you ever heart. Eat like the, do you ever eat like the heart yeah, or the not bad. liver from like turkeys? I've never had the liver, but I've had the, I've had the heart. It's not bad. The, the giblets? Yeah. Giblets. I, I love them. Hmm. I love them. Every, every Thanksgiving, my mom cooks that shit up, and mm-hmm. she gives it to me. Save the heart. Oh, I love it. Save the neck for me, Clark. And yeah. I do get the neck also. <laughs> I'm like Cousin Eddie. <laughs> um, so the boyfriend comes back in, and he's like all traumatized. And then like, a girl that was in the kitchen, she sees, she sees the dead the body of the guy yeah. who's got his face boiled. He was putting up in the refrigerator. And they're like, uh, Samantha's dead. Jerry's dead. And they're like, Mah! yeah. And so he's like, everybody head out. But they they're- forgot that Sarah, Wilford Brimley, Goofball <laughs> Jones, and I think two other chicks went down into the mines. Yeah. yeah. A little minecart ride. Yeah. They went down fucking Indiana Jones style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> no time for love. Yeah, and they are definitely in the Temple of Doom. <laughs> they were. This so, this part of the this part of the movie is interesting because it's like 
it's one of the rare moments where they did something smart. Everybody. They, they realized there was a killer, and the one dude's like, all right, everybody leave. Yep. Like, leave now. And that was TJ and Axel. They were organizing everything. So yeah. TJ's like, normally it's yeah, like, go call the get cops. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, normally it's like everybody just stands around. It's like, we better split up. Yep, no. <laughs> In this instance, TJ takes control, and he's like, phones don't work. You go with him. You go get the cops. Everybody else get the fuck out of here as quickly as possible. Yeah. And they all do. They and all they do. fucking There goes it. all the cars. <laughs> Everybody's gone. So now it's just TJ and Axel, and they're like, everybody's down in the mines. We're going to go down there. So they, they team up. They get their mining suits on. They find, Yeah, they have to like team mm-hmm. up, reluctant teaming up. And they're going down in the elevator. <laughs> I thought it was funny, too. They're like, all right, you're going to do this. I'm going to do this. They, they do their whole plan, and yeah. then they get in the elevator, and they got to take an elevator ride together. It's like, you okay. could have discussed this yeah. along the way. <laughs> like, now it's just awkward silence. I like, should have had some <laughs> elevator music in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, so they go down to find them. Uh, the cu- one of the couples, not Goofball Jones, but another one of the couples, or Wilford Brimley, Goofball Jones. Another one of the couples goes, <laughs> and they are fucking in the boiler room, I think. Yeah, or the electric room, or something. And they get they get the old Friday Thirteenth Part Two spear through both mm-hmm. of them at the same Double time. Double impalement while they're, while they're fucking yep. like a drill bit or something. Which is interesting because my bloody Valentine came out before Friday thirteenth part two. So oh, shit. Yeah. Wilford Brimley is, you know, giving giving the girls a tour of the mine shaft and let's see. He finds, they're going it, they're going down one of, Wilford, one of the corridors. Wilford Brimley finds their bodies uh and he's oh, like, oh shit. TJ comes. Yeah. No, TJ comes mm. and he's like, there's a killer. Harry Warden's back. Yeah. And they're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Before that, though, the scene where they're, when they're in the um, the break room or whatever, like you know, yeah. and they're really then they're smart and they're like, oh yeah, let's get out of here. This was a stupid scene right here. <laughs> so they're they're walking down the corridor, and I don't think they know anything's wrong yet, but they hear light bulbs breaking, like yeah. at a consistency. Mm. But they say that they're rats, and they say, and it's like, <laughs> okay, like idiot that's definitely not rats no they're trying to they're trying to make the girls feel a little bit more mm. comfortable i think yeah but they got to get the fuck out they're two thousand feet below is what they yeah. said that's a that's a long ways yeah underground like if i heard that i was like okay somebody's breaking light bulbs like something's going on this and i'm is getting out of here i'm getting out of here well so they find uh, tj finds them and he's like we all got to get out of here wilford brimley's like where's Scott and Shannon. He's looking for the couple. <laughs> and then yeah. they're like, they're over Jill here. Jill and Tim. Yeah. And so they go find him <laughs> and they're dead. So Wilford Brimley comes back and he's like, they're dead. Uh, Wilford Goop. Brimley gets a nail gun to the head or something. Oh, he does. Yeah. I think he dies as soon as he finds him. He's like, oh shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I'm going to die does. too. He does. You're yeah. right. And then Goofball Jones is like, you know what? I'm out of here. Yeah. And he leaves, leaves the girls behind. Yeah. Because they see Wilford Brimley's body. They're screaming. TJ comes back. Axel finally finds them also. And they all get together and they're like, we're going to lead these girls out. Yeah. The elevator's out of order because Harry Warden's broken the elevator. So they got to climb a ladder. They're climbing a ladder, but they get up to a certain point. And then the one girl's like, I'm going, we're going back down. So they get it like halfway up. She's like, no, she's like, I'm going to stay right here. (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) But then they end up climbing all the way back down. Yeah. Well, because a body... Goofball Jones. Oh yes, his right. His body like he's he got hung or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're That's like, right. oh, go back down. And so they go back down, <laughs> and then his body falls to the ground. Would have yeah. been better. She's like, oh wait, I forgot my chapstick. Uh, <laughs> we gotta go back. <laughs> Sorry. I did think it was funny though because they're climbing up the ladder. They're two thousand feet below 
the surface of the earth, right? Right. They're climbing up the ladder to get to the surface, and she says she's afraid of heights. And I'm like, I just tell her like, you're not high. You're, you're actually <laughs> actually 900 feet below the surface. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they go uh, back down to the mine, and they're all together. And the gr- the girl gets it. She gets killed eventually. They somehow split up. Oh, Axel drowns. They see he's they're crossing. Oh, before this water. he drowns, yeah, before he drowns, the one girl in the red dress gets it with a pickaxe. I think it's either before or after something, but somewhere real close to there. But die. Axel like, die. falls into water. Um, they hear him fall into the water. They look back and they see the bubbles coming up, and he's drowning. Yeah. So they're like, "Well, he's fucking dead." And then TJ, no, TJ leads the girls, and then the one girl gets killed. Yeah. So now it's just Sarah. TJ and Sarah. And TJ's got split off. Two, and then he comes back to her and he's like, I, I got us a way out. And they get on the mine cart mm-hmm. and they're going to ride the mine cart up the ramp. Mm-hmm. And as they get on there, all of a sudden, Harry Warden's there. Yeah, we got us a final showdown. Yep. And he's chasing after them as the mine cart goes up. Fight ensues. They get off the mine cart. They're like, uh, all like with a shovel and pickaxe and all this other kind of shit. Yeah. Well, come to find out, they pull the mask and, off of Harry yep. Warden and it is. Not Harry Warden. It's not Harry Warden. It's Axel. It's Axel. Axel. He's been killing everybody all along, and we find out why. Yeah, they show a flashback. Axel's father was one of the supervisors, and he was traumatized. He was hiding under the bed, and And it traumatized him. He saw Harry Warden kill his dad. But the sheriff knows it's not Harry Warden because the sheriff's been informed that Harry Warden died. Five years prior or something. Yep. And so they get word that they got to go to the mine. They come there. Meanwhile, there's... In the fight, when they discovered that it was Axel, the mine collapses. Yeah, like caves in, yeah. This this little shaft of the mine caves in. So Sarah and TJ are on their way out, and everybody's digging, mm-hmm. digging Axel out or Axel's body, and they're like, "He's still alive." Hopefully, he didn't eat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in there for six minutes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's hungry. <laughs> That's a, at least a finger. In I Harry didn't see him eat one of those yeah. uh, hot dogs. <laughs> So she goes back. Sarah goes back and she's like, I got to see him. It's like, why? <laughs> I need to see the body. So oh she goes God. back and then he's still alive. And then he starts running away down the. Mo- he's still alive, but he breaks out. And he's like, Sarah, won't you please be my bloody Valentine? <laughs> yeah. And then he's all, Harry, I'm coming with you. She and must she must really have that bad boy syndrome. She yeah. wants to go see the But villain. he's got that creepy voice. Like, that wasn't just me. Like, yeah, no, he being, says it really he, weird. He says it really yeah. weird like that. And then he like flees away and end. Yep. Fiend. 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 I'm going to go first because I want to tell you guys something. Go for it. it. I actually really dug this movie. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be cheeseballish. And I was like, I remember it, but I don't really remember it. I didn't remember at all who the killer was. I knew it was one of them. One of them. But halfway through the movie, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Axel. And then something happened. I'm like, well, maybe it is TJ. I thought it was TJ because if I remember correctly, in the remake, I think it is TJ. Oh, they switch it? I think oh. so. Well, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that yeah. one. Regardless, I thought it was well done. Mm-hmm. I thought the story was kind of a cool story. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's set in Valentine's Day and all this other kind of stuff. I thought, you know, the kills weren't that like impressive, mm-hmm. but they were good enough. It wasn't that gory. I didn't find it to be that gory, at least. A lot of it was cut from it, um, and I was reading... Um, yeah, there was a lot of censorship, I think, around this movie, right? Yeah, they it was mostly because of uh, 
the John Lennon, the John Lennon. Uh, oh, his murder, murder? shooting, the murder. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, well, that sucks. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, that happened in December. Like there was a thing that you know, like right, I believe coming down on, uh, on violence, violent movies. And yeah. So, mm. well, regardless of that, I thought the kills were pretty good. I thought the the acting was subpar, but I mean, it's a horror movie. It's this schlocky fucking slasher film. Yeah. I thought the I, the the killer. The Harry Warden, I thought the outfit, like I said earlier, it elicits like an action figure. I mean, that should be an action figure. Yeah. yeah. That is a good how why they never made a sequel. Like I said, maybe it bombed and that's why they didn't do it, but it leads itself to becoming a sequel. It did okay. The budget was two point three million and they made five point seven. They could have made a sequel easily. It didn't always have to be set in a mine. Yeah. You could just have this miner attacking people. Um, I think Friday the 13th became more of a priority. Maybe. As far as sequels. Maybe. For, for Paramount. But I dig it. I'm going to give it a three. Three. Pamela Voorhees heads because I really think that it's one of those before slashers became too far down the rabbit hole. Too cliche. This was at the forefront of it. Yeah. And I think they did a good job um, and they did a great job executing what they were going for. Yeah. I thought it went at a nice pace. Like it was a, what was it? 93 minutes. Like I, I thought it had a good pace to it. Um, but you're right. There wasn't a whole lot of gore. Um, I wish there had been more. And I, and you know, I just mentioned, you know, because of the time, because of what happened to John Lennon, it, it affected this movie, but it's unfortunate because I really wish they had expanded more on the murders uh, there wasn't really anything memorable for me as far as like any of the killings, a lot of more off camera um, or, you know, a lot of the um, a lot of the effect that you got from the movie was like after the fact, like when they discover like the bodies or whatever. But um, yeah, Harry, the Harry Warden character could have been a little more brutal. Like I would have loved to have mm-hmm. seen more brutality especially in that mining outfit, it just looks really intimidating. Yeah. I wish they had really, you know, taken more advantage of, of the setting, um, you know, and more, more focus on kills. But yeah, you know, I didn't think there was anything memorable from it. Um, but the characters had good reactions, um, you know, to some of the, uh, the, some of the killings. Like I thought they, they were pretty well done. Um, uh, the ending I thought was, was a nice surprise um but with that said there wasn't really anything else memorable uh i give it a two okay it was decent yeah for me uh, i agree with with pretty much most of what you guys said uh the costume awesome like really cool looking character and had that become a franchise i think we'd see kids dressing up as (laughs) harry warden for halloween it's a pretty simple costume yeah um the yeah, the kills, there were a couple of good ones, but I, I wish there was more gore. I'm glad yeah. now I have some context, I guess, behind why, but I, it still takes away from it's the It's unfortunate. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not like any of the characters. So that was one of <laughs> my biggest like problems. You like Jones? Eh, no. Th- yeah. I, so I didn't, I didn't have anybody to root for other than the killer, and I didn't get to see a whole lot of the right. killer in the movie. I would yeah. have wanted to see more of that. I thought the plot was kind of stupid. Well, very stupid, but it's also a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like the whole like everybody getting excited about a dance uh, and the whole movie kind of centered around a dance. I thought was kind of lame. So I didn't really like this movie. It's not terrible, but I gave it a two as well. Yeah. Maybe if we could change some stuff, maybe we make it to where the kids are actual like teenagers 
and they don't work in the mines. It's just like they're maybe their dad does, yeah, and or their dad owns the mine, yeah. and that's why they're excited about this dance because it's the first time they finally got it approved, yeah. and then it gets shut down. So they're like, "Fuck it, let's go to my dad's mine. We're gonna break in." Instead of that, having them be like twenty something year olds, we could have them be like seventeen year olds. Yeah, kids. yeah, and that might change things up a little bit. Yeah, and so if we could do that, if we can make it a little bit more gory, but still keep the basic same elements of it right i think this would have been a better film and like you said subsequent movies could have followed like if you follow this like masked slasher around like that's what we liked at the time Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like i i I know you guys gave it a two but i hope you agree with me in the fact that like in the slasher genre this is definitely by far not the worst oh no no no. it's not the worst but to be more specific, for for the movies that feature like a traumatized psycho killer out for revenge, especially the ones on like a holiday or an anniversary <laughs> or some kind of yeah. you know some kind of day, there's much better ones. Yeah, of well, course. Yeah, of course. But I I do agree. Um, I mean, for a gimmick movie, I, the twist ending I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, that was that was a highlight for me. But everything else, there was just nothing that stood out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of how I feel. Yep. All so right. that's a two point three three overall. Two point three three. That's that's all right. Yeah. Uh, and now it's time for a pee pee break. All right, so the next film that we watched in celebration of the romantic holiday that is Valentine's Day Day. is a movie called The Loved Ones. Now, this is an Australian film, came out in 2009. Another international film. Uh, Yeah, both of these, one one Canadian, Mm. one Australian. We're so cultured. Our neighbors to the north (laughs) and our neighbors over there. (laughs) They're not our neighbors. Down under. (laughs) The folks from down under. I would like to try to go through this movie like pretty quick to discuss because I really want to discuss the film. It's actually a quick movie. It is a quick movie and there's kind of not a lot. There's really not much to to it, it. but there is a lot to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So the movie centers around uh, this main character. uh, I forget his first. Brent. Brent. Yeah. And Brent, it opens up. He had just gotten his driver's license and he's driving with his uh, dad. As they're driving... Uh, a guy steps out in the middle of the road. He's like covered in blood. In, in yeah. a country road. Brent swerves to miss him, crashes into yeah. a tree. Six months later, yeah. we realize. And now, flash forward six months later, Brent's dad died in the yeah. car accident. And, and we don't realize it at first. Like We learn, we a, little, learn later. a little bit yeah. later. Yeah. yeah, But obviously, Brent's got something wrong with him because he's a little kind of more distant. Mm-hmm. And um, a girl comes up to him at school and asks him to the dance. And yeah. he says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually going with Holly. Yeah. His girlfriend. Who's his girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, but I'm, I'm really sorry. Yeah. The girl that asks him is Lola. And Lola, she's got this look in her eye like she's not all there. Yeah. Um, but she's, he, she's a little strange. He goes and he's hanging out with his girlfriend, Holly, and he tells her that someone asked him to the dance. And Holly's like, keeps pressing him like, who asked you? Who asked you? And as he continues to say no, 
he's not going to tell her. She like gets more undressed and mm-hmm. she like gives him a blowjob and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all this stuff happens uh, to the point where at the end of their like rendezvous, uh, she drops him off. She just got her driver's license. She drops him off, mm-hmm. and uh, he tells her it was Lola, and she's like, "Oh, Lola's like you could tell that she's like Lola's a weirdo." Yeah, <laughs> she's no competition. Uh, um, yeah, and so she's like, "Whatever." So he goes home. As as they were like making out and everything, though, we do also see that he has a razor blade on a chain around his neck, and he's also a cutter. Yeah, yeah he's got a bunch of cuts, and that's yeah. how he deals with the pain from his mm-hmm. dad passing. He yeah. also you he also uses cannabis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he smokes weed, and yeah. he's just kind of like that, you know, kind of rebellious, like seventeen year old kid. Um, but he goes home. And his mom is like, how do you get into the dance tonight? And he's like, well, Lola's going to pick me up. And she's like, well, Lola doesn't have a driver's license. Oh, she just got it. Well, I don't want you riding with her. She doesn't want him to ride in a car with people that just got their driver's license. Yeah. Because of what happened to, to dad. Yeah. And so he goes, oh, so you, my inexperience is what killed dad, right? And the mom really doesn't say anything. So she doesn't really yeah. blame him, but she does kind of blame yeah. him. Yeah, and and he feels guilty. He does feel guilty, so he goes out like just running away from his problems, and you know he's got his razor blade in his hand and like blood's dripping yeah. down. He's listening to his fucking like he's death got his metal dog music. with him too. Yep, mm-hmm. and uh, he climbs this Climb. little rock cliff. climbing. Yeah. yeah, and he's like just hanging there, and he's like fuck life. He's just telling, he yeah, thinks he's, about he's suicide. gonna let go. But then he slips, and he's like, oh fuck yeah, life. Like, <laughs> I want I want to live. Yeah. <laughs> and so he climbs up. And he gets to the top, and he's just kind of hanging there with his dog, just enjoying the sun, and he's just... Listening to music. Listening to music, smoking a bowl. And then out of nowhere, this dude comes along and puts chloroform on him and yep, drags him, him off. Yep. Yeah. There's a sub-story throughout the whole movie that I won't like keep going back to, but it does keep flashing back to, is his best friend. Oh, and the goth chick. And this goth chick, right. whose brother just so happened to be missing. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout this whole thing and that's kind of how she turned goth and she's like you know kind of drinking her she's very troubled too yeah Yeah. but uh her dad is the chief of police Mm -hmm. (laughs) like uh is he a chief or just cop he's a cop or something maybe he's not the chief but he's always the chief probably tight with the mayor though yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. him and the mayor talk on a regular Mm -hmm. basis we've got to open these beaches there's no beaches yeah. <laughs> we gotta open the mine. There's no mine. We gotta open the outback. Steakhouse? The blooming yes. onion. <laughs> uh, but uh so her dad's the the a cop. But anyway, they go they go to this story quite a bit, like these two like hanging out throughout the night. But it's kind of irrelevant to the main story, so I won't keep going back to that one. So Brent wakes up. Well, before he wakes up. His girlfriend arrives to pick him up for the dance, and the mom's like, have you seen Brent? Yeah. She's like, no, I came to pick him up. Well, he's missing. He's not answering his phone. What's going on? And the dog shows up. dog shows up, and it's fucked up. Yeah, that was sad. So the girl's going to take the dog to the vet, I guess, but it dies along the way. Yeah. Yeah. They contact uh, the The cop, cop. and uh, he investigates where he was at. By the way, I just thought of this. Yeah. The last name of the cop? Valentine. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't catch so that. So it does fit that's, in with the Valentine. That's, why, oh, yeah, that's yeah. why I chose you. You're such a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> it just fit into the whole episode. But it is called the loved yeah, ones. Right. But it is Valentine. That, yeah. That's kind of funny. Um, she calls the cop. The cop kind of. The cop kind of 
He searches the area where he, he was known to hang out at. Or he does, he and I think he's more willing to do so because his son is also missing. Yeah, it's important And to he's him. never found his son. Yeah. Right. And then especially because the dad died six months ago, and now the son has gone missing, mm-hmm. and so it's like, oh, we got we to gotta find yeah. this. Real quick, also, there were some kind of lighthearted moments where uh, the guy picks up uh, the girl, the goth girl, Mia, like for the prom date, and it's kind of awkward. Yeah. And the dog, like, <laughs> the dog balls. goes all over his, yeah. Yeah, smelling his crotch. And she's like, hey, do you have any of that weed? And he's like, yeah, it's in my pocket. That's why your dog was sniffing my balls. And she's like, yeah, I know. And he goes, well, I just didn't want you to think I had bad hygiene. And she goes, were you expecting me to blow you or something? And he's all, well. <laughs> uh, he does end up getting lucky, though. Yeah, he does. Good for him. At least for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Until he keeps getting interrupted by like the dean of students. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Brent, our main character, wakes up. Or he doesn't wake up. He get the Tarantino shot from the oh yeah the trunk opening. the trunk opening yeah and we get uh, we see the man and Lola is with the man yep and they're checking to see if Brent's still alive and they do find a heartbeat and we find out that the man is Lola's dad well when Brent wakes up he's at a dinner table and it's very like Texas Chainsaw Massacre very yeah he's tied up at the head of the table yeah you got dad on the other side. Of the table, Lola to the left of him, and this like zombie woman, yeah, who's color like, bright eyes. They call yeah. her bright eyes, and she's like this she's older been, woman, like, lobotomized. Yeah, she's got a hole got in a her hole. forehead, and she's just kind of like oh, yeah. drooling. And the setting looks like it's in their kitchen dining area, but it's set up to look like a prom. Yep, yeah. There's like a disco, disco ball, ball yeah. and there's, there's like, like a st- posters on the wall. Yeah, <clears throat> music playing, and he's got a tux on. Brent's got mm-hmm. a tux on. And Lola's wearing her dress. Yep. Oh, when she when she puts the dress on, like <laughs> Dad, his oh. eyes kind of linger on her. And she, once she changes in front of him, which was weird, but like, yeah, Dad, like, there's definitely some incestuous thoughts going on here. Yeah. Well, more to come. come. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, there is that. That we quickly realize that this family's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And the family is just those two, right? And zombie, mm-hmm. zombie, bright eyes. Yeah. yeah. So right off the bat, he he's he he's wakes up, out. yeah, and they inject him with like Drano, like right in his throat, and that was to like burn his vocal cords. And yeah. I didn't realize what it was for. I didn't realize why they did it at first. Yeah. And then I was explaining the movie to my wife because I watched this movie last night yeah. by myself. Yeah. And then I told my wife what happened. And I was like, I got to tell you about this movie because this movie really is fucked up. <laughs> That's <laughs> my exact words. She's yeah. like, What happened? And then as I was explaining to her, I'm like, oh, then they inject Drano into his throat and they did it so he couldn't scream mm-hmm. or he couldn't scream loud. Right. And that's why they kept saying, we can't hear you. Mm-hmm. So they did it to him, like mute their vocal cords. So yeah. So they fried his vocal cords. He could squeal at best. Yeah. 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 And he does a lot of that because <laughs> it only gets worse <laughs> yeah. from here. Yeah. So going through some of the stuff that they put him through. So besides the Drano... Um, they, they, she forces him. He says he's got to use the bathroom in, in as much as he can talk. And uh, she forces him to pee into a cup. He can't do it at first. And she's like, when she, like, she gives him to the count of 10. Yeah. Yeah. And she takes his pee pee out and like holds it like a glass. Yeah. Uh, an empty glass of milk. Yeah. Yeah. That she, she chugs, chugs the and glass. That really like milk. disturbed like, me also. <laughs> like, yeah. And then she's got the she's got milk, like a milk, milk saliva. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. happens like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was gross. 
Oh, you know her breath stinks like uh-huh. milk. She's like, pee into this cup. And she gives him to the count of 10. And if he doesn't, daddy's going to s- nail his dick to the chair. Yeah. Yep. Ow. <laughs> so I think by nine, he On finally nine, he does. finally pees. And then she's like, oh, it's crying. I better kiss <laughs> yeah. it. And so she like and kisses then, his then, dick. No, she doesn't. And she's like, she like you think she's going to, but then she's like, or maybe I should just bite it off so Holy can't have it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah, she's all fucked up. Yeah, man. she's she's a she's she's humili- humiliating him, but she's also aroused at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very bizarre. Yeah, it's and the dad is like and he's kind of watching, and he's going along with it. And you could like almost see like, well, the dad's done this to this chick who's sitting at the table next to them. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I kept thinking Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Because this is what Dahmer in real life, was trying to do to um, his victims. He was trying to turn them into zombies. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. zombie slaves. And he would drill into their heads, Mm -hmm. and he would pour Drano and different things to try to lobotomize them to make them his sex slaves. So gross. And then ultimately they would die, right? Yeah. And then he would chop them up and stick them them in his fridge. Mm. Not to laugh about it. I'm not (laughs) laughing because it's funny. I'm just laughing because it's like... It's so so uncomfortable and awkward and gross. I was living so, in Wisconsin when that happened, by oh, the way. Crazy. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. It so, is. It is. Like, Wisconsin's like a fucked up place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but it's fucked up. <laughs> I love Wisconsin. So Brent frees himself. He runs outside, and, like, the father's looking around, and he gets in the car. He backs out the car, and then he sees him. And by this time, he's able to cut off the rope from his leg. So he runs, but he's chasing him in the car, and he climbs up a tree, he hits the tree with the car. He's a fucking... That dad is a dumbass. Yeah. He gets out and he's looking up and then Lola comes out. And they start throwing, they start throwing rocks, rocks at yeah. him. And they get him. They, they do. Him. They hit knock him, him out. And he falls out of the tree, lands hard on the roof of the car. And then falls, and then to, the falls to the ground. So they tie him up again. And this time to keep him... <laughs> from moving. They, pretty brutal. They take steak knives. Yeah, and they nail his feet to the floor. With yeah. steak with, knives. With steak knives and a hammer. Oh, <sighs> that was brutal. But and his reaction is genuine. But Lola's like sitting on his lap, facing him, mm-hmm. right, like straddling him, while the dad's like hammering the things in, and she's like, "Oh, cry for me." But he's also a cutter, and he's like void of emotion at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's like, "I'm not going to give you the satisfaction." And he doesn't, and he just kind of stares at her and doesn't shed one fucking tear. Yeah, and it pisses her off. It does. It pisses her off really bad. <laughs> but she also pulls out her scrapbook. Right around this time. <laughs> yeah. And she starts showing him pictures of various missing children for back, the past. Back to when she was a little girl. For the past mm-hmm. like 15 years. Yeah. And yeah, she, she had a lot of a lot of friends over the years. A lot of crushes. Yep. And each one she has tortured. Yep. And no one's ever found them. And uh, she keeps a scrapbook of it. And this and the last one was the Tim, Valentine boy. Timmy Valentine. Yep. And he got away. Yeah. But he's probably dead now, she says. But then Brent flashes in his mind to the boy who was standing in the middle of the road when him and his yeah. dad got into the accident. Yep. So at the root him. of it all, she caused his dad's his death. dad to die. Yeah. Yep. And so he's like, fuck. Um, so he figures that out. Uh, she carves... A heart into a his heart chest. And her initials yeah. into his chest with, with a fork. fork. With a fork. <laughs> yeah, ow. Now, we don't see it. We see the end result. Yeah. But uh, 
and they sprinkle salt on it, and then they and then <gasps> oh, she throws yeah. salt, she throws salt throws right all into it. it. Yeah. yeah, and he screams. They open up a trap door that leads to the ba- like a cellar in the basement. There's no steps, but it's like um, definitely in the basement cellar, and we hear. Yeah, like zombie type things, and and as the audience, we know that those past victims, right? That's the past victims, they're not dead. Yeah, they're keeping yeah. them down they there. They throw like a wombat down there. Right, yeah, is that what it was, or a Tasmanian devil, or something. something? I was like, what is that? Like it was some sort of roadkill. Yeah, dinner time. Um, and they throw boiling water down there. Yeah, but uh, the other thing too is that um, at this time she tells Brent that he's going to be her first drilling. Mm-hmm. That and doesn't sound good. No, and I knew what she meant right away because yeah. I remember looking at the old woman yep. who had the hole in her forehead and thinking of the whole Jeffrey Dahmer bullshit. And so she grabs the drill. The dad gives her the drill, and he tells her that the key is not to go too deep. Just yeah. break through the skull and stop. Mm-hmm. So the dad kind of holds him in a headlock, holds Brent in a headlock while she drills. And she actually drills into his yep. skull. Yeah. Like, you think like you right think at that moment gonna happen. something's gonna stop it? Yeah, no, she does it. She does it. She does there's it. like smoke coming out of his yeah. head. It's it gross. Looked, looked pretty real. But the you can o- imagine what that smells like too. The oh. other thing too was at the same time Brent has his uh, razor blade mm-hmm. that they don't know that he has, and he's trying to cut, cut behind rope. his back. He's yeah. trying to cut the rope. So he's trying to do all this while getting a drilled, yeah, <laughs> drilled in the forehead, <laughs> which oh. isn't working out too well for him. Yeah. And then the dad like brings over some boiling water, and they're gonna pour the the water yeah. into the hole. And, and she, she's she's not very good at it. She but she tells him she's like it actually works. It boils your brain. Yeah. And yeah. so she starts to pour <laughs> she, it, but she misses the first time. Gets his arm. And then she asks the dad. Oh, and it's funny that she stops. And at first I was like, oh, she can't she can't bring herself to do it. And she's like, daddy, um, can you make the hole bigger? I'm having a hard time getting the water in there. Yeah, and oh. then you think something's gonna happen, and he makes the hole bigger. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fuck. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna pause there for a second because I want to go back to yeah, something yeah. that we did overlook. They announced the king and queen of the dance. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> this is so the dad announces that she is the queen of the dance. Lola, surprise, is the queen of the dance, and uh, Brent is the king, right? And so they they do their quote unquote the dance. Crown. Yeah. And she's dancing, and she's got this song that she always plays, and she tells him, she's like, this is the song that's going to play at my wedding um, when I find my prince. And she goes, but you're just another f- frog. Yep. And she like gets really like angry at Brent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Brent, of course, isn't dancing. He's got steak knives through his feet, but he is <laughs> he standing. Move. He is standing, right? He's got no rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> He's white. Um, <laughs> but then she asks her dad to dance with her. Yep. And this is when we get more of the incestuous part to it. So Brent is busily trying to use the razor blade to cut mm-hmm. his uh, hands free. He drops the razor blade onto the chair. But the dad and Lola are dancing. And Lola says to the dad, she goes, I've been looking for princes, but you're the only prince. Mm-hmm. She crowns him. And that's why I can't find anybody because you're the one, daddy. And uh, then she goes in for a kiss. Yeah. And the dad succumbs to his desires Uh and they're going to kiss. And you're like, what the fuck am I watching? (laughs) And it stops. Brent frees himself. Yeah. He gets away. No, he doesn't get away. He falls to the chair. Oh, that's right. He falls back because he's trying to reach that razor blade. Yeah. Yeah. This is right before the drilling part. Yeah. And so then they stop and this is when they decide they're going to drill him. 
because she makes the dad remove the crown and then she's going to drill. So now we get to the point, the dad is going to make the hole bigger in the forehead and um, he does. And right at that point, Brent does free himself. Yep. And he has the razor blade in his hand and he swipes it at the dad. No, he takes the knife takes, out of his foot. Yeah. Oh. And he stabs Dad. dad. Oh, he, he does stab him, but first he, he slashes him, him first. with the razor right. Oh, yeah, blade. and then he takes a knife. And the dad yeah. backs up and drops the uh, drill. Yeah, then Brent he pulls grabs the knife. the drill. Uh, he throws it at him. Frees his uh, bindings. Yeah, and then also the pulls out the steak knives. Yeah. And then he runs up to the dad and he just... Whoa, whoa, he stabs whoa. him several times in the right neck. Right in the neck. And then the dad falls back into the cellar into the cellar and starts getting eaten by the yeah. zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Brent looks down into the cellar and sees that there's fucking zombies. Yeah, he's like, oh shit. And um, he's like, what the fuck? But then Lola, oh, Lola had attacked him. He punched her in the face, yeah, knocked breaks her, out. her nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then as he's looking, Lola gets back up and she pushes him down into the well, he falls down. He's into hanging there yeah, and she's then she like, gets step, the hammer. She, yeah, exactly. He moves his hand and then she goes at the other hand and then he lets go, I think. Yeah, and he falls down. And then she's throwing shit at him. Mm-hmm. She throws the hammer down at him. She throws a bucket down at him. She throws a flashlight down at him. She throws all the shit at him, like in anger, right? Because her dad's dead. Yeah. And she's like, You fucking asshole. Um, and then she closes the the door's on him, yep. so now it's pitch black. Yeah. But he's got a flashlight. He's got, a he's hammer. got the hammer. And he has to defend himself. Yeah, he off. Kills, fights off the zombies. Kills the other boys. Yep. And meanwhile, Lola's upstairs, and she suffocates Bright Eyes. Yeah. Who we realize is her mom. Yep. It's crazy. Because she says, uh, good night, mommy. Mm-hmm. And she suffocates the mom. Okay. Holly, Brent's girlfriend is at home and she's worried sick about Brent. So she is laying down, but she can't sleep. And then she remembers that Brent said Lola was the girl who asked him to the dance. And she knows something's off with Lola. Mm-hmm. So she calls the, she calls a cop, cop right? and she says, Lola asked him. We, we don't hear the conversation, but she tells him. Yeah. Then we see the cop in speeds his car. Off. He speeds off and he goes to Lola's house. And he gets there and he looks in the window and he sees blood all over the place. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm going in. He's like, yep. Does the classic Breaks rookie window. mistake. Don't call for backup. <laughs> uh, he goes in the house and uh, he's got his gun drawn. And he's looking around. Well, Brent hears him. Yeah. But he can't scream loud enough. So he starts throwing the flashlight at the cellar door. Yeah, he hears it. The cop opens the cellar door and sees Brent. And he's like, what the fuck? Well, right at that moment. It's, she's right behind him. And she gets Low, him with a meat cleaver. Right to the fucking right Crispin the f- Glover Friday the 13th 4 style, right? <laughs> right, right, to, yeah. right to the face. face. And the when cop- that happened, I was just like, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I felt so defeated. And Brent couldn't even scream to say, look behind him. He just like was pointing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cop falls down there and then she grabs a knife and she goes, I'm going to take this knife and I'm going to go stab your mom in the neck. Just like you stabbed my dad. Yep. And then I'm going to go stab your go girlfriend. Ho- I'm going to go to Holly's heart. house. Yep. And kill her too. Yeah. And she leaves the cellar door open. Another mm-hmm. classic yeah, mistake, hey. but good. Um, so she starts walking down the street, and it's day daybreak now. Yeah, it's like yeah. dawn, and she's singing that fucking song. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Holly drives by. Holly's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna go to that mm-hmm. house. So she gets in her VW and she starts driving. Well, Lola has is carrying her scrapbook too, and she sees Holly's coming up, but she recognizes the car. 
Yeah, she's like, you bitch. So she hides in like the woods off to the side and she yeah. throws her scrapbook at the car. <laughs> and so it hits Holly's car and she slams on the brakes. Yeah. When she slams on the brakes, Lola comes to her passenger side door and like opens it and she and Holly share a glance and Holly's like, what the fuck is going mm-hmm. on? She has a knife. Yep. Lola attacks Text her. With a knife. They fight. Lola, Lola's pretty good. At, or Holly's, Holly's pretty, pretty good. pretty good. At, yeah, she fends her off. Yeah. She does. Um, and she ends up running away. Lola's chasing after her. So you got the, the girlfriend is escaping. The psycho is chasing after her. Now we cut back to Brent, who's like, you know what? I'm going to stack some of these bodies up. Pretty smart. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make a human ladder, basically, <laughs> yep. of all these corpses. And we know he can climb because that yep. was established yep. earlier in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So he pulls himself up and then he gets into the cop car and he goes speeding home because he knows where Lola's yep, she's headed. He's going to go kill. And he's like flooring. He's going like 180 kilometers per hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he speeds home and he comes up over a hill. And Holly's right there. So he swerves to miss her. He overcorrects. He comes back on the road. And then you got Lola, the psychopath, and he hits her. Boom. Boom. Bitch went down. Boom. (laughs) Bitch went down. Bitch went down. (laughs) Brent, super bitch. (laughs) So Holly comes running up. She gets into the police car. She sees that it's Brent. She screams because she's like, what the fuck happened to you? What happened to you? (laughs) Jesus. You look like hell. I think we should break break up. (laughs) I've met someone else. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I had to go to the dance with someone. Uh, I went with my dad. <laughs> By the way. Oh, well, her, uh, yeah, I guess her dad is alive. Uh, but her parents are on vacation. Oh, yeah. Overseas. They they like share a moment. And there's, a, there's this cool scene where all of a sudden they're like, we're in the backseat of the car looking forward. And we see the two looking at each other. Kind of profile of each. And then, they look and then we hear, tink. Yeah. <laughs> Tink. And it's like straight out of Terminator, right? Yeah. Like when the T-1000 or T-800 or whatever oh, the hell he's crawling is, at the end like of the crawling with the factory. Yeah. yeah. She's like got the knife and she's just like tink into the... Into the ground and then pulling herself. Yeah. Pulling herself because her legs are all fucked up. Her arms all fucked up. Yeah. And so uh, Brent pops that bitch into reverse. And then we get a slow motion shot of the car backing yeah. up. When you know he floored it, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's just going slow. And then there's a slow motion shot of her and there's like this like music playing and it like builds to a crescendo and then it just the music stops go full speed and it's just like bam. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't see it happen. We see the end result kind of like the blood splatter yeah, on the yeah. bumper. And then uh, Brent goes home. Mom's okay. Mom's mom embraces him. End of movie. He looks like hell. (laughs) (laughs) End of movie. End of movie. David, what'd you think? Uh, I loved this movie. Mm. I thought this movie was really, really good. Super violent. Had it been on your radar? I had never even heard of it. No. Um, And then afterwards, I read some more about it, and I was like, oh, wow, Like this movie was pretty well received. Um, I didn't know what to expect going in. Mm -hmm. It wasn't what I expected at all. Uh, Very Texas Chainsaw. Um, The violence. This movie just keeps upping the ante. Yeah. One thing after another just gets worse and worse for this kid. And all of the, the makeup, the, the visual effects were good. I thought the performances were good. Um, the dialogue, the subplot, which I thought was kind of unnecessary, was it had you know humor. So there was a little bit of humor to break up what was some of the brutal stuff that was happening on screen. Um, the things I didn't like, that song was annoying. Uh, <laughs> they played that. I think it was supposed to be, though. Yeah, it, I just thought it was... 
too many times. Mm. Um, it was like I, three. I would have. I don't know. I, maybe I didn't like the song. Maybe that's why. Um, I wish there had been a little bit more backstory to Lola at the beginning, rather than her just walking up and saying, "Hey, you want to go to the dance?" I wish they had built that up a little bit of like, "Oh, here's this awkward kid." Maybe mm-hmm. had a little bit, maybe a couple of scenes just to kind of establish everybody. Yeah. But those are pretty minor criticisms because I thought overall the movie was really good. Um, so I gave it a four. I almost went four and a half on this one, but I'm going to go four. I'm going to go four and a half. Mm. Um, for everything that David said, the only thing that I can really find that I didn't like about the movie was, to your point, the subplot. Like, I liked the subplot. I liked the characters. It just didn't really add anything to the story for me. Are you talking about the uh, the sister and the... The sister and the, and best, the, friend. And the best friend. Because nothing ever happens to them. Like, it would have been... Like, had they gone to fuck on the property, that's what I thought it was <laughs> yeah. going to happen, right? Yeah, I like, thought eventually they, they were going to end up there. Yeah. Somehow and got attacked or got killed or maybe maybe the sister was the one who like goes and avenges her brother's death or something. Yeah, I thought but there that... was nothing that they didn't add to the story. Right. They were a totally separate story that wasn't even yeah. like connected. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was how people deal with grief, right? And it showed her and her way of dealing with grief. But her way of dealing with grief was very similar to the way that Brent was dealing mm-hmm. with it, right? Right. Um, so there wasn't enough there. So that's why I'm going to take a half a point off of that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, and by the way, I had never heard of this movie. I never read anything about it before watching it last mm-hmm. night. I watched it not knowing what it was even about. I just looked it up, pressed play. Yep, same here. Yeah. I thought the main story was fucking awesome. And it was so fucked up, but it was done in such a good way. Mm-hmm. And and it was, like you said, Texas Chainsaw Massacre for this generation almost, but without being like such a like a blatant ripoff. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like this fucked up family and this fucked up situation and just this psychopath little girl and the psychopath dad who mm-hmm. you're like, what the fuck did he do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, daddy. Daddy's got guy. issues also. Daddy's got issues. And why did he do what he did right. to his mom, to his wife? So, um, but it was so good. And I love the music. Like there was really good, like um, songs that song choices that they mm-hmm. made. Yeah, um, That's true. Other than that one annoying song. Yeah. The music selection was really the good. The music selection was good. The score. There's I think a number was of good. artists. Have too. you heard about the lonesome loser? And that's like how the movie starts. And I was yeah. like, I'm in. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and then the dad just being a fuck off. He's like, yeah, you were conceived in the backseat of this car. He's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I just, I, do, I don't know. Like there was something like, and it stayed with me. Yeah. Like I've said this before. When I watch a movie and it stays with me the next right. day, like there's something about that. And I was thinking about it when I woke up this morning. I was just like, that movie was fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And I loved it. And I love the fact that I had heard nothing of it. Mm-hmm. And it's been out for like over 10 years. Same here. And do you <laughs> yeah. think I was like, how have I not heard about this movie? Like, this <laughs> well, the only reason I can... great. S- yeah, exactly. The only reason why I can think is because it's not American. Yeah. And sometimes... Did, it, it, had, it had a limited release did it, here. And it, did it take you guys a few minutes to adjust to the accents? Like well, the first scene, I, I had to rewind it because I, I was like... I, I was missing stuff. Really? Yeah. No, I was I was pretty, I usually watch in subtitles anyway. I didn't watch it in subtitles, but I, I love Australian accents. Mm-hmm. So I love listening to I could listen to that's why I, <laughs> yeah, like, after happy, a couple minutes I was good. I'm happy that I'm going to England soon because I could just listen, listen to people to talk accents. and I'm like, Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Uh, but 
uh, Australia is going to come one. back with like an affected like Madonna yeah. accent. I'll be talking like Madonna. <laughs> like I also adopted all these children. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So four and a half for me. Four and a half. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of torn because, um, you know, I kind of agree with you guys. Like I kind of do wish there'd been a little bit more backstory, but at the same time, I kind of don't like, I kind of like that they were like a mystery I didn't care about that. Like you know? the backstory part, I'm fine with. It's just the the sub the sub story. The sub the sub story, I didn't really have an issue with too much either. I thought it was a nice um kind They're of almost like kind of palate cleansers between right. like the yes. brutality. Yeah, they were. Like that But then tie it in at some point. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that's it, my only That was my right. No, that makes that makes yeah. sense. I think ultimately the way they tied it in was that girl was uh, so damaged just from missing her brother because that that scene kind of hit me. It was like, what what did she say to the to the mother or the father? Well, she like, says to the dad, "Why can't you find? Why him? can't you find him? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's so, like so, and that's why she's willing to like just get drunk and get high and go yeah. fuck this dude and just yeah do whatever and grab his cock in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. So and and it's all really just it's really uh, kind of sad in a way. Just you see how damaged people are from missing loved ones. And it's, uh, you know, all, all the pieces started falling into place and it was, it was pretty powerful. I was like, Oh, like, you know, that's, that's why she's like that. Or, you know, that's why the cop is, is like that because he's missing a son. So, um, yeah, those scenes were really brutal. Um, and the whole movie had a really nice flow to it. Um, it wasn't a long movie. There was it like, wasn't what, a long it was like an hour and a half. If that, yeah. Yeah. And the performances were great. I mean, oh, the girl who played Lola, yeah, she did a really good job. Fucking awesome. Yeah, everyone, everyone was great. Even even the minor roles, like they were pretty decent. Like it was just all around, like really good performances, and it really kept you, um, glued to the story. You know, as as these characters played out their roles and even also like the girlfriend Holly. Like sometimes those roles will go to people that you're just like, ugh. I thought she did awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that character wasn't annoying. Yeah. She seemed like a loving yeah, she cared. person and she could also fight for herself mm-hmm. at the end. She didn't require yeah. him to come save her. Yeah. Like she was going to escape anyway because yeah. Lola wasn't going to chase her down. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I would have liked to seen a little more backstory on the mom and you Brent's know, mom. No, on, um, uh, Bright, oh, eyes. On bright eyes bright eyes yeah so i was okay with her just being weird yeah it's just kind of like grandpa from yeah. texas yeah. chainsaw massacre you're like what the fuck happened yeah. to this guy? i mean i wanted to see you know i was you know i was kind of um interested in her character it's like because she was so bizarre and yeah you know but things started to play out and you understood like oh like she had a lobotomy and they're doing the same thing to him but you know what's funny too is when when lola kills her yeah, it's like she's doing it like out of spite, right. but that's the best thing she could have done to that woman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. She's probably like, "Thank you." Yeah. What's but, your rating? Uh, I give it a four, a very solid four. You know, it's like um, after I watched it, I was thinking of comparisons. It's like it's like Pretty in Pink meets Saw. It's kind of like six <laughs> or meets Texas Chainsaw. It's kind of like, well, you know what? It, you know what it's like more. I think a little more than Texas. It's like Saw. You know what it's like though. Uh, and I thought of another one. It's like Sixteen Candles meets Misery. Oh yeah, Misery. I can yeah, definitely. Yeah, Misery see. definitely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
but like a little bit saw, a little bit misery, pretty little, in pink, a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit Texas Chainsaw. Um, yeah, I give it a misery. solid. Yeah, I give it a solid four. It's it's great. That's a four point one seven. That's a good rating. Yeah, That's... and it had been on my radar for a while, and, and I and I kept like oh, watch it because I think Dave, you mentioned it's like you didn't know what to expect. Like I was kind of looking at the artwork or the the box cover where it's like Lola on the front. She has a drill in her hand. You kind of think it's like like another teen slasher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I thought it looked kind of cheesy. You kind of like, eh, think whatever. like it's another cliche, like, you know, but it's not. No, yeah. it, it it hits you upside the head and drills a hole right through it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and you really feel for the characters too. That's another thing. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. Brent. And you're really cheering them on. Well, what I will tell people, if you want to watch this movie, you can stream it on Tubi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have the Tubi app on either your device or Apple TV, I have it on Apple TV, but it's free. It's free. You got to watch some ads. It's also on YouTube, like too. every 20 minutes, but is it on YouTube also? Yeah. That's, that's where I watched it. Yeah. So I would highly recommend people watch this. And, uh, if you do watch, well, I also recommend people watch my bloody Valentine cause I really <laughs> like that movie. Um, but if you do watch these movies, uh, drop us a line, tell us what you think of them. You can contact us. So many ways uh, on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app. Uh, we are the Swearwolves on all of those platforms. We're on Instagram is the Swearwolves podcast. We have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. We have our website, theswearwolves.com, where you can leave us a message. Uh, or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Roses are red. Violets are blue. This podcast is over. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Another you song. Can do me and mm. you wanted. What's that uh, song? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like I'm gonna need another drink. All right, let's pause this shit. I could use beer as well.